Welcome to Window of Opportunity, a Stargate Rewatch podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel. And today we're talking about Stargate SG-1 Season 6, Episode 15, Paradise Lost. Guess what? I did not remember this one either. (laughs) Surprise! I didn't remember the specifics, but I did remember it was Jack and Mayborn off on a thing by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did enjoy how the recap for this episode was <laughs> nothing but all of the moments where Jack just said that he wanted to just kill Mayborn. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's like, that is all the plot you need to know. Not anything else other than Jack just wants to just kick Mayborn's ass. <laughs> yes. That is the only important thing you need to know. <laughs> yes. Not any actual plot points. Just yes. very strong feelings. Yes. Apparently, in like the original, like the first draft of this, Mayborn did actually die at the end. Oh, really? Yeah, but then, like you know, reworking the script, they were like, "Yeah, I guess he should live." Oh, we so can't do. We can't, can't kill, can't kill Mayborn. Oh, so, so he lived. Them... Okay, so they changed the ending. Yeah, I mean that was like the very first, like early, early draft oh, was okay. Mayborn dying. Because so. I have I have some thoughts on this ending, which we okay. will get to. At the end. It's another kind of very abrupt. Oh my god. Yes. Just. But like. They. I mean. They really just. Phoned that one in. Of like. Okay you guys. We gotta wrap this up. We gotta wrap. Oh. Hey. She knows where they are. By the fact that there's circles. Not a <laughs> control. Yeah. That sounds like a, like a good idea. Put that in there. Yeah. Okay. We're done. They, they did lunch, talk a lunch. bit. Okay. <laughs> They did talk a bit about that on the commentary, which I can get to when we get there. Yeah. In 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 the show. So yeah. started okay. off so interesting. Yes. Ended horribly. <laughs> it's like they needed like an extra half hour or something to just like I don't want to say draw out the ending because that makes it sound like they're trying to like, but they they they're they're there wasn't enough time at the end to end it. Uh, I don't not, uh, satisfactorily. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Satisfactory. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. but before we get to the end, we have to get to the beginning. So let's do, let's do the beginning. So <laughs> yay. <laughs> so this episode originally aired on January 31st, 2003. It was written by Robert C. Cooper and directed by William Garrity. And on the commentary, we have Robert Cooper and Michael Greenberg, who's the executive producer, and like he and Rick have the production company together that like is one of the producers of the show. So that's who Michael is. Anyway. So in this episode, Colonel Mayborn visits Jack and claims to have a key to a cache of alien technology, but demands a presidential pardon for his crimes in exchange for the knowledge. When SG-1 accompanies Mayborn to retrieve the cache, they find that his intentions may not be all that they seem. So yeah. No one's surprised. I know. It's like, surprise, Mayborn lied. You're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> During Mayborn's whole initial first scene, I started picturing my head a spin-off series where Mayborn acquires all of said information that he just pops up having. <laughs> and okay. it made me happy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do wonder, so it's like, how does Mayborn know all of this stuff? They could call it the Mayborn identity. <laughs> Bravo, Rachel, bravo. That's fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh. Okay. So, uh, as it, so this episode <laughs> opens with with the previous law previously on to all of the various appearances by Mayborn and Jack threatening to kill him. And then we cut to Jack's backyard where he's got a barbecue going with some hot dogs on the grill. We see like a hand reach in from off screen and grab a hot dog. And then Jack returns from inside where he was apparently grabbing a beer and notices a hot dog in the sink, turns around, and we see everybody's favorite slime ball, Mayborn, sitting on his porch, eating a hot dog, drinking a beer. And uh, he like heard about what happened with the Prometheus, and Jack has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> like, okay, sure, mm. uh-huh. Anyway, Mayborn is there to ask Jack to get him a presidential pardon. If Jack can pull that off, Mayborn will give him the gate address to the planet that Simmons was trying to get to with the stash of weapons. It was just easier to commandeer the X-303 than try and, like, take over the SGC and go there through the gate. Oh, and of course, Mayborn wants to go with them. So Jack's like, you must be drunker than you seem because that's not going to happen. And Mayborn's like, oh takes like a piece of paper out of his pocket. It's like, I guess I don't need this. And like throws it down on the barbecue where it starts to go up in flames. It's like, oh, and that was, you know, the address to the planet with the weapons cache. And Jack's like, oh crap. And like grabs it and douses it with the beer. And then Mayborn tells him that they're actually going to need him for this mission because he's the only one with the key to the door that's protecting the weapons cache. Did you love how Mayborn is really kind of a master at revealing information at the key moments where they're like, ah, but I have the address. Aha, but the address, you need a key. Aha, but there's also a combination. Aha, you need me to, aha, but there's always this other thing that you just yes. need him for. It's yes. Masterful. It's great. Yeah, he's always yeah. like, I'll give you this little bit and we'll see what that does. Okay, what about if I do that? And what if I, yeah, like mm-hmm. he reels just enough to get what he needs back. And then, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we come back from the opening credits and we're in the briefing room at the SGC where Jack has given everybody the lowdown on what happened with Mayborn and Hammond agrees that the Pentagon is unlikely to allow Mayborn to go off world and to suggest that they just go check out the planet themselves because they have the address, so why not go? And Sam seems to think they might be able to just get through the door themselves and Hammond's like, go ahead. So they're exploring like these ruins that's, I don't, it's like a castle or a temple, something we see like in a map painting. It looks great. Love it. And Jonas recognizes the writings as belonging to the furlings. So they're back. Kind Yay. of. Part of it on like this device that uh, Sam's looking at says only the righteous may pass. And they keep poking around and Sam finds a, con- a control panel in like the main archway and starts like fiddling with it, trying to see if she can get it to work. And we cut back to Jack returning to the SGC. The thing that Sam found appears to be a transporter of some kind, but she can't make it work without Mayborn's key. So welcome to the SGC, Mayborn. He is under arrest, like he's in handcuffs, like he actually turned himself in and all that stuff. But considering that Mayborn was actually kind of helpful recently the president is letting this sort of mission happen out yeah yeah so they head up to the briefing room and mayborn reveals an artifact that is apparently the key and mayborn's like now what and jack's like now i go back to the planet and you stay here and mayborn's like that's not gonna happen because that might be the key but there's also a combination and it only lives inside my head (laughs) it's like uh Ah. Yes, it was 
Uh, apparently the combination is written on like cloth that was found with the key in a tomb in Egypt, written in a language that no one on earth could translate until now. I wonder what that language was. Hmm. So uh, Mayborn's gone off world. And there, there's a moment like before he comes into the gate room where Hammond and Jack are like something's up. Like they, they know something is up. This isn't just as straightforward as it seems. Cause it's Mayborn. It can't be. So, but what can they do except let it play out and see what happens. So the fun thing is this is Mayborn's first time going through the gate. When he was running that NID stuff, he did it all from earth with the Gould communication ball. So he kind of just like takes the moment before he steps to the gate and is like, this is cool. I'm going through the gate, which I'm like, I would probably do that too. I really wanted to see Jack just like shove him through the gate. I know. It's like just shove him like you do with Sam. Just shove him. So Jack and Mayborn head back to the ruins where Sam is waiting. Jonas managed to catalog like all the writing, translated as much as he could, but he still needs some references back at the SGC to finish translating all of this. And he and Telk went off to do a further sweep of the surrounding area. And Jack tells Mayborn to just get to it. So Mayborn puts the key in the lock and starts turning it like it like it's like the dial of a combination lock. And we see lights shining, like lighting up, but then like nothing happens, which confuses Mayborn because that was the combination that should have worked. So Sam heads over to see if she can help. But then, then Mayborn, the snake that he is, grabs Sam's at and blasts her. She falls down, passes out, turns, shoots at Jack. He, he kind of just like doesn't take like a full blast from the Zat. Then Mayborn turns, pulls the key out of the lock, which is when the like doorway opens and it's like, um, like almost looks more like a force field kind of a thing. Uh, Jack luckily manages to recover fairly quickly and grabs onto Mayborn and they both fall through the little portal and go somewhere. They like fall there in this like big grassy field. Jack starts like yelling at Mayborn and like shaking him and is like, what did you do? And then um, like Mayborn like yells his name and Jack sits up and finally notices that they are nowhere near where they were moments ago. Uh, Jonas and Tilk arrive back at the ruins and Rao Sam asking what happened. And she just looks around all confused like, oh, crap. Oops. Uh, uh, Jack and Mayborn are somewhere else. Uh, the Zat didn't make it through whatever the portal is, but Jack still has his P90. So there's it seems to be able to like detect Gould technology and like keep it out, which is very interesting. Uh, but Jack like raises his gun, threatens Mayborn with it because what? the fuck is going on? And Mayborn's like, well, I guess I'll just show you since you tagged along like you weren't supposed to do. Yeah, and he turns around like he knows exactly where he's going. Yes. Like, is... of all of the invitations and or texts and or whatever he'd have translated, I don't really think it would be a, ah, get up from the fun uh, field that you're in, turn left, go straight on till sunrise, second start yeah. to the right, straight on to, like, I just, he didn't even look around to kind of yeah. see where they were, or pull out a compass and see if it worked, or probably wouldn't, but, you know, yeah. anyway, it, he just, like, takes off, like, okay, follow me. Yeah, it, it would have worked a little bit better if he'd, like, stood around, like, stood up and, like, looked around a bit and was, like, seemed to be trying to, like, orient himself to where they were, and, like, you know, had some sort of, like, thinking face, like, if he, like, had committed the map to memory or something and was like, okay, if this is where we are, the map said to do this, so we go this way, you know? Yeah. Back at the ruins, Sam is not making any headway in getting the doorway to activate again, so she asks Jonas to head back to the SGC to have Hammond 
send a UAV through to see if they can track Jack from the air. So we more go back to Jack and Mayborn just like walking through a field and guess what? Mayborn lied again. Surprise. Not surprise. not surprise now. Uh, this is not the planet with a massive ancient weapons cache. This is supposed to be a paradise. Uh, as Mayborn says, a long time ago, some people from an advanced alien society, well, they chucked it all and they formed a small, isolated utopian community. They sent out representatives to meet and evaluate people from all over the galaxy and offer them a chance to join them. The scroll and the stone were the invitation. And he figured this was his only chance of living some kind of life not in prison because things were starting to get a little hinky back on Earth. So why not escape to an alien paradise? And Jack's like, with trees? Like in Colorado, ha ha, ha 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 ha. It would have been funnier if he said Vancouver. It would have been funnier, but uh-huh. yeah. Back at the SGC, Siler's getting a UAV prep for launch when Sam and Tilk come back through the gate. There's been no sign of Jack or Mayborn. It's been like several hours now, and Sam apologizes for allowing Mayborn to get her Zat. Hammond's not concerned about that right now. He's like, let's just find Jack and we'll deal with everything else later. Back on the planet, Mayborn's not lost. He swears he's not. They're in the right place, but they're supposed to be a welcoming party of some kind, people to greet them once they've arrived, but there's no one there. They keep walking, and they finally come across an abandoned village. Seems appropriately spooky. They kind of start looking around, and the only thing they find is a bunch of skeletons. Here's something else that I thought was a little weird, too, is that, like, okay, so this thing, this invitation, was originally discovered in an ancient Egyptian tomb. So it's obviously very, very old. And Mayborn showed up, like, assuming everything would be the same. Like, he seems genuinely shocked that this ancient civilization isn't there anymore. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. (laughs) Like, why why do you think... I mean, the thing is probably, like, 2,000 years old. Yeah, what, he why? showed up like like as if it was, you know, a week ago or something. Yeah, it's like, why? Yeah, I had that thought too of like, why would you think it's all the same? I don't know. Yeah, I did also, think I... Small village. They didn't really get very long in developing their utopia, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, so back at the ruins, uh, Dr. Lee and some other scientists are now there with Sam and like he has absolutely no frame of reference for this technology. There's no way to know where to even begin trying to hook up some kind of interface. And Sam's like, yeah, so get to work. Like she, she's like really touchy, like already, like she is on edge. It's like, it's not going good for Sam in this yeah, episode. No. no. Uh, we got back to Jack and Mayborn just sitting by a lake and it's like, not a bad place to retire, really. Uh, Jack has not found anything that might be a doorway back to wherever they came from. And Mayborn's like, you're going to kill me? He's like, um, maybe in the morning. I don't know. We'll see. What's the line from Princess Bride? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good night, Wesley. Rick Dunn. Uh, Most likely kill you in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yes. So come morning, Jack is filling his canteen in a river and we see him like a montage of him like wandering around the woods wherever they are. And there's like a waterfall and it it is very lovely and picturesque. And you could see how this could be a utopia of some sort. Uh, Back in the little village, though, Mayborn's gathering wood. Jack is ready to just hunker down and survive with whatever they have until they're rescued, whenever that is. Mayborn thinks a rescue is very unlikely to happen. 
The UAV has scanned as much of the area as it can, and Sam has found nothing. Also, the Tok'ra haven't been able to tell them when they might have a ship available to help in the search for Jack, so they're kind of on their own for now. Dr. Lee and the other scientists are packing up to head back to the SGC. They've been here for a week, which I always like when there's like a timestamp of like, it has been this long in the context of the show. And still have not found any way of getting the doorway to activate. Activate. Sam's not having it, tries to sort of bully Dr. Lee into staying. And he's like, no, no, I'm not staying here indefinitely. I'll take my report back to Hammond. If Hammond thinks we should come back and study it more, great. We'll come back. Until that time, bye, we're off. Yeah, I like how he caps that off with, I will bring my big suitcase. Yes. Until then, no. So Jack is now fishing, his you know, absolute favorite pastime, so he must be loving this. Oh, he finally uh, gets to fish. He does. Uh, he's had a couple nibbles, but hasn't caught anything yet. Uh, neither of them are sleeping well. Mayborn is hearing things. He's also getting fed up with the food, quote-unquote, that they've been eating. And how dare he insult Arugula? Arugula is delicious. Arugula is up. delicious. Yes. Apparently, fun fact, that line is in there because Robert Cooper hates Arugula. <laughs> also arugula as uh, he says in the commentary arugula is just a funny word to say so why not make people say arugula because arugula. Yeah. arugula uh he also has issue with the slow rate at which jack is fishing so he pulls a ball of something out of his pocket throws it into the lake presses the button on a detonator and the thing explodes and then fish apparently he's <sighs> fishing with dynamite now yep then he like chucks one of the fish back at jack which is that is kind of funny. I'm sure they had a lot of fun with that one. Yes. Back at the camp, Mayborn keeps talking about like the noises that he's hearing, and he swears he heard someone running around their camp last night but couldn't find anyone. Jack's like, there are these things called animals. But Mayborn also didn't find any tracks. And Mayborn thinks that the people who were here before might still be around, but in like a different form. Jack kind of scoffs, but Mayborn's like, you've seen stranger things, like other dimensions, higher planes of existence. You're going to try and tell me that... They, there can't be something out there that we don't really understand right now. But anyway, Mayborn would feel a lot better if he had Jack's handgun. And Jack's like, no, that's not, that's Ooh. not happening at all. No way, no how, no. The only thing Mayborn has to be afraid of is Jack killing him. So just. And Mayborn's like, yeah. So he yeah, has. Yeah. <laughs> so Mayborn <laughs> kind of storms off and yeah. I like how he said the line too of like, Jack. I want that gun. Like, like he's just going to win yes. argument like a 12-year-old child. Like, I want yeah. it. Give it to me. Why can't I have a golden goose, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> um, we then see Jack, like, hiding his spare ammunition, like, wrapping it in cloth and, like, hiding it in some bushes a bit later. So there, there there's something going on with these two. Okay. I actually... I. I didn't catch what that was, what he was hiding, because then I noticed he still had the gun with him, because I thought he was hiding the gun, but then he had it. Yeah. Okay, so it was his yeah, ammunition. It was, yeah, it was like the clips for the gun and stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. So back at the SGC, uh, Sam is trying to convince Hammond to approve a satellite being like sent through the gate and put up in orbit around the planet to try and find Jack. And she's like, and the Togar could pick it up and bring it back later to Earth. So the cost would be, you know, not, would be small. And Hammond's like, uh, there's still the matter of getting the satellite, dismantling it, sending it through the gate in pieces, reassembling it, making some kind of launch rig. So 
no, no, sorry. Like, I know we all want to find Jack, but that's not a plan that's going to happen. So uh, he's then interrupted with an unscheduled off-world activation. And it's just like an audio signal coming through. And it's Jalro from the Tok'ra. They do have a ship that can scan the planet. And indeed, they have already done so. And there are no life signs present. Why didn't they also scan the moon? Because the SGC asked them to scan the planet. And it's a moon. That seems pretty hinky, though, right? If they're like, hey, our person has gone missing from this planet. Can you scan the planet and see if they locate, like, I don't know. You'd think they'd also be like, hey, let's just scan the surrounding things in in our immediate area and see maybe they're not on the planet. I don't. Yeah. It seems like conveniently of just like, well, you asked us to scan the planets. So we're going to scan the planet and that's all. We're, we're not going to actually scan anything else because you didn't want us to. Yeah. Yeah. Could have Episode could have been way shorter <laughs> if they were like, we scanned the planet and the surrounding moons. We found them. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple days. Yep. The On end. a moon. Yep. <laughs> so Jack wakes up and finds his P90 is missing. He still has his handgun, but then also Mayborn is missing and the ammunition that he hid in the bushes is missing and like shit. And he starts looking around the camp, picks up this like artifact he'd seen when they first got to the village. It's like, sort of like these this like stack of like discs that have writing on them. And it kind of opens up like it, it's sort of like a book thing. And one of the things on there is like a map of the area. And he starts uh, like marking things and so i was a little confused by this so they did uh expound on this in the commentary so apparently what jack is doing is one of the the pages was like a uh a census of all the people that were there so he's going around and counting the skeletons to see if the skeletons match the number of people to see if there were maybe survivors that went somewhere else so and that's what he's doing. But the other interesting thing here is we get like a change in the color grading of like how the film looks yeah. to like illustrate Jack is now going through the weird mental thing that Mayborn was going through, which I like. I like it a lot. It's cool. It's interesting. I like it when they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's there's also like seven minutes, like six or seven minutes of like no dialogue. It's just like Rick doing his acting thing. And it's great. I like mm-hmm. it. Yep. Uh, he then hears a noise, goes running after it, yelling for Mayborn, and he like crosses a little river. And on the other side, there's another village that is also full of skeletons. One has a knife in his neck, and as Jack pulls it out to examine it, he notices there's also the skeleton of a ghouled symbiote. Boo. Which Jim is Gould. weird that it was able to go through. <sighs> yeah, I guess... You know, if the ghoul can't have their technology, are they really that powerful in and of themselves? If they don't have their cool toys. But I was I was surprised that it was if it's a if it's a scanning device that gets rid of ghouled technology, if you will, which is weird in and of itself because it isn't really their technology. It's stolen technology. Um, But why wouldn't it also detect ghouled? symbiotes maybe the people who built this place knew about the tokra and didn't want to exclude them from this utopian society don't know maybe 
I don't know. That's the only explanation I can I, I got for you right now. So. Yeah. Okay, so back at the SGC, Tilk finds Sam in the women's locker room. She's like, she's obviously been crying. It's it's been it's apparently it's been a month now since Jack and Mayborn went missing, and Sam just feels horrible about this. Like if the doorway was just a doorway that they could return from, then they would have done that by now, and they just lost Daniel, and it's all too much. Sam starts crying, like breaks down in like Tilk's arms, and it's very touching and very lovely. And uh, interesting thing here is this scene almost didn't make it in. They had they like filmed this particular scene a couple weeks after they had shot all of the other episode. But um, Amanda was very insistent that it had to be in there because a similar scene between Sam and Tilk ended up being cut out of Meridian, where they kind of like she kind of breaks down in the hall as Daniel's dying. And like she felt it was very important to show the friendship that Sam and Tilk have because they don't actually really have a lot of scenes together. At least by That's this true. point, you know, yeah. we don't see a lot of like Sam and Tilk teaming up for stuff. So Amanda was like, no, we got we got to show that they are friends and like it's cool with them and everything. So, yeah. And I like that she mentioned Daniel in there, too, that it was kind of a compounded yes. misery rather than just, you know, being sad over Jack. Yes. Yeah. And Mayborn, you know, who wouldn't cry over? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so we see Jack walking through the woods and he sets off a tripwire. He dives out of the way as a grenade goes off. A wild boar-like animal then charges at him. He shoots at it. It kind of squeals like it's been hit. But then some person yelps in pain. Jack follows the noise. And it's Mayborn, who Jack accidentally shot in like the stomach with one of the bullets that he was shooting at the boar with. And they start arguing about like who was trying to kill who. And then Mayborn up and runs off with Jack yelling after him to stop eating that plant because that's what's messing, messing with his brain. How would he have been able to put that together, you think? There was something in like the in the in the book thing he was looking at, supposedly. Oh. Oh, so they figured it out, but not in time to actually save themselves. Apparently, yes. Oh, that's kind of strange. Yes. Uh, we have a quick jump cut to Jack pulling a large wooden splinter from his leg, and that, uh, ow, ouch, ouch. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, back in Sam's lab at the SGC, she and Tilk are, like, looking over, like, video footage from the planet, looking at, like, an aerial map of of the place when Jonas comes in. He kind of offhandedly mentions that Hammond is starting to look for new leaders for SG-1, including Sam herself. And... Sam just kind of like brushes us and is like, do you have something? He's like, yes. So he was finally able to get some photos of that artifact that Mayborn had. And he thinks the markings are just decoration and translating things is going to be a bit difficult because it's furling and who knows how to read furling. Uh, but Sam notices something and then asks Tilk to rewind the tape a bit to when they first arrived on that planet. And she says, it's the moon. The doorway didn't send them somewhere else on the planet. It sent them to the moon. She points to a couple markings on the device, which show a large circle, which is the planet, and then a small circle, which is the moon, and is connected by a straight line. Ugh. They have made some pretty big leaps to button up an episode. But oh my god. Just, hey! Of course they're on the moon! Why didn't I see it before? There's two circles on the remote! (laughs) Obviously, one of them is a moon and one of them is a planet. It's so simple. Just, oh, my God. That's so, no, no, absolutely not. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, Rob did kind of talk about in the commentary that's like, and of course Sam figures it out. And they, he did acknowledge they sometimes have difficulty writing that because they need somebody to do it. And of course, it's always going to be Sam. And it's just sort of almost a cliche at this point that Sam's going to figure it out because that's what Sam does. Kind yeah. of the thing. So anyway, so Jack is resting back at the camp when he hears oh, noise. Oh, oh I'm interrupted. Okay. I mean, it actually would have been cooler if that's where they're going to go with it, is that Jonah finally got a Jonas. hold. Jonas. <gasps> Why did I do that? Jonas Quinn. Jonah. Dang it. I was good at it for a while, and now I'm going back to Jonah. Jonas! Um, I'm going to get it just in time for him to leave the show. Yep. <laughs> and then forever I will be like, I miss Jonah and the Jonas brother Quinn. Um, <laughs> but it actually, I mean, it would have made a little bit better sense if when he finally got a hold of the photos, he translated, oh, this symbol means planet. This symbol means moon. Yes. And there's a line connecting one to the other. And but it's just a freaking circle. Yes. Like, he didn't even... Maybe the only words he could translate were planet and moon, and that's enough for Sam. Like, yeah. he didn't just... Yeah, just something, something more than, yeah, circles. Like... I feel like I need some of those moments in my everyday life where I'm just all of a sudden like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. And then just say something that has nothing to do with the situation <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah. I need more of that in my life. Okay. Well, keep an eye out. Let me know if you find any. <laughs> I will. Okay. Okay. So Jack is resting back at their camp when he hears a noise and like, like Jack is, he's looking rough. Like, it's, it's, yeah, he's not looking mm -hmm. good. Uh, it's Mayborn who's sort of hiding behind, like, a you know, partially fallen wall. He's covered himself as, in mud as a type of camouflage. Jack starts trying to convince him about what's going on. We have the return of smart Jack. Jack figured it out. Remember, Jack is not stupid. And yeah. so he's figured out that a Gould found this place. And since the doorway didn't let Gould weapons through, the Gould brought that hallucinogenic plant that tastes like arugula as a way to control, question mark, the population. But it didn't work, and everybody just ended up killing each other. And it's the plant that's messing with his brain. Jack is not trying to kill him this time. Yes. M Mayborn just opens fire at him. Jack takes out of the way. Then Mayborn throws a grenade. He runs towards where Jack was hiding, but Jack manages to get around behind him, points his handgun at Mayborn, tells Mayborn to drop it or he will shoot. After a tense moment, Mayborn whirls around, raising his gun to shoot at Jack. So Jack shoots him. And then so this little scene where it's like sort of Mayborn or Jack hovering over Mayborn that's kind of going like in and out of like focus and stuff. Like the way this shot was set up was actually Rick's idea because they had like two seconds to get this shot. So they mm -hmm. couldn't really do some elaborate setup. And Jack was like, Rick was like, just do this, like pointed at the sky and like got really close and messed with like the, the exposure of like the light and stuff to get that effect. So. Oh, neat. Which is cool. Yeah. So then 
Sometime later, Mayborn's finally starting to come around. He's kind of starting to feel a little better. He starts apologizing for making such a mess of thing, but Jack assures him it's not his fault. Nobody who was here could help what happened to them. He kind of starts struggling to breathe, and Jack's like, don't die on me now. And Mayborn's like, why not? Just as a Tok'ra ship flies overhead, Jack's like, because the rescue team is here. Oh, how convenient. Uh yeah. Mayborn then talks again a bit about how he can't go back. Like he like he's not going back to Earth because the only thing that's there for him is jail, which that's not fun for anybody. So Jack's like, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Considering I've shot you twice now, maybe the Tok'ra can find a nice planet for Mayborn to retire on. Oh yay! The end. Yeah, is that the last time we see Mayborn to your mm. remembrance, or do we mm. he pops up again? He comes yeah. back in season eight. Oh, okay. He would be an interesting off-world operative. Would Would you like the name of the episode he comes back in? Is it called Mayborn? No. Okay. <laughs> it's something very obvious. It's good to be the king. Oh. Why is this sticking in my brain? Oh, okay. I, th- I feel like I'm going to see it and be like, oh, all right. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. could have had such a better ending it started off so interestingly yes and then just again they had like five minutes to wrap it up and just had to rush through it well we just solved it in like two seconds all they needed to do is say one line of so i finally got a hold of the photos this means planet this means moon it's all i got but it's something to work with right does that help (gasps) yeah we just solved it yep that's all they needed yeah Yep. But we didn't get that. We didn't. We can pretend. And that will yes. make me like the episode more. Okay. Let's pretend that happened then. <laughs> Yay. Uh, okay. So the episode title Paradise Lost. Um, so all of the all of the foreign territories just called it Paradise Lost. Because Paradise Lost, obviously, the uh, epic lyrical poem written by John Milton, uh, first published in 1667, it contains over 10,000 lines of verse. Oh, holy crap. It was published, it was first published as 10 books, and then later two of the books were split, so it's 12 volumes now. Uh, but the poem basically concerns the biblical story of the fall of man, like Adam and Eve in the garden, the temptation of Satan, the war with, like, God, and, like, all of that stuff. So it's probably supposed to be sort of like the Gould being Satan and coming and spoiling the utopia, aka the garden mm-hmm. that it is. If you want, if you want some really fun stuff, I pulled out my English lit book from college. A little bit that, of light reading that has Paradise Lost in it. It's not. This doesn't even have the full version of Paradise Lost in it, and it's 200 pages. Ooh, man. Yeah, but. I don't know. I started to read some of it again, and it's like, yeah, this is this is how language used to sound back in the 1600s. If you say it with an accent, does it sound better out loud? Uh, would you? Should I should I read the beginning? A little bit of the beginning. Oh sure, yeah. For you, okay. So this first bit, this first bit is about um, like Satan and his fall into hell and everything, and right. it kind of just yeah. starts with everybody down there. Um, all right, so we have. <clears throat> Of man's first disobedience and the fruit of that forbidden tree whose mortal taste brought death into the world and all our woe with loss of Eden till one greater man restore us and regain the blissful seat. 
sing heavenly muse that on the secret top of Oreb or of Sinai didst inspire that shepherd who first taught the chosen seed in the beginning of how the heavens and earth rose out of chaos. Or if Sion Hill delight thee more and Siloah's brook that flowed fast by the oracle of God, I thence invoke thy age, my adventurous song that with no middle flight intends to soar above the, the Aeonian mount while it pursues things unattempted yet in prose or rhyme. Okay, try it again with your best British accent. <clears throat> All right, let me. Of man's first disobedience and the fruit of that forbidden tree whose mortal taste brought death into the world and all our woe with loss of Eden till one greater man restore us and regain the blissful seat. Sing, heavenly muse, that on the secret top of Oreb or of Sinai didst inspire that shepherd who first taught the chosen seed in the beginning how the heavens and earth rose out of chaos. Or if Sion Hill delight thee more, and Siloah's brook that flowed fast by the oracle of God, I thence invoke thy aid to my adventurous song, that with no middle flight intends to soar above the Aeonian mount, while it pursues things unattempted yet in prose or rhyme. I like that way better. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, you're going to have to read so. the rest of that with a British accent in your brain. Do, do The full 200 pages? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah and these are like thin like tissue pages it's crazy but anyway yeah it's like that thick oh man that is an adventure that is that it is mm. anyway so that's paradise lost for you mm. well i'm gonna have to go with this episode is okay now that we fixed it and yes. thought of the mayborn identity the spinoff <laughs> of the adventures of mayborn yes. acquiring his knowledge oh my god it's so good <laughs> That's so good. Oh. It could be amazing. Now I want somebody to like take one of the trailers for the Born Identity and like edit Mayborn over it into it <laughs> instead of like instead of Matt Damon. Yes. Mayborn. Mm-hmm. Please, please somebody do that. Please. That would be fantastic. I, mean, I wonder if I wonder if somebody has done it. Let's just let's just go see if maybe that is a thing already. <laughs> yeah, no. Dang it. Yep. Aha, well, that means yeah. that we that it could be made awesome. It could. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this yeah, this episode's yeah. Now that we fixed it, it's good. I like it. I like Jack and Mayborn because they're so just like and that's fun to watch. So mm-hmm. yes. And I'm glad they didn't kill Mayborn. Yeah, I am too. Okay. Whenever you see him in an episode, you know it's gonna be good. Yes. It's gonna be adventurous. Yes. Mm-hmm. With lots of mystery and intrigue. Yes, absolutely. And someone, someone may or may not get shot. <laughs> Probably Mayborn. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. You can find us on Instagram at sg underscore rewatch and now on Threads. I, I've activated our our Threads account, which is the the Instagram like Twitter replacement social media thing uh same username and everything because it's like linked to your instagram account so you can find us follow us there and also on discord check for the link in the show notes or you can send us an email at woo that's w-o-o-s-g rewatch at gmail.com don't forget to rate and review us please and we will see you next time for metamorphosis bye bye